Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us yes video stores still exist and of course guys if you hear some destruction going on in the background that is because there is a house slash possibly a different rival video store that is being demolished in the vicinity of the central Florida Cinema Gems video store. But to come from the time-space continuum that hopefully works this week, not like last week, is of course the illustrious Butt Maestro from the New Orleans Cinema Gems. Hello everyone. I'm back. Uh, we had some technical difficulties last week and that was huh, interesting. If you still listened all the way to the end of that episode, Thank you for your patience. While we deal with a lot of weird technical glitches trying to communicate and record a show through the time-space continuum, it's weird and throws us a lot of obstacles. But that doesn't make us love doing this any less. I don't know about you, Admiral, but like I still have fun doing this every week. Uh, of course I do. And I, I hope you all have fun listening to it, too. So, hey, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show on the internet where a bunch of opinionated nerds talk about the shit they love. Uh, and this week... <laughs> I twisted the Admiral's arm into watching a Critical Role show. <laughs> okay, so you use the worm, you worm, use the word twisted. Literally, I put it on and I was like, oh, let me let me check this out. The opening sequence, I was like, you got me, you got me. I just felt like there were a little too many episodes. I feel like was it twelve episodes, right? I think the first season has let me scroll over here i think it was nine episodes in the first oh no yeah it's 12 okay i feel like it should have been nine and not 12 that's just me that's just me that, all right so some, yeah oh wait uh, hold on before we go any further the honorable tesla and the fantastic frida are here they're bathed they got their bath early this morning they're not wait. happy but oh. they're okay they're fine uh, and also, guys, since there is a uh, since it is a Dungeon Dragons uh, episode, um, <laughs> I just got a four on my D twenty. Well, we, we I got a, I got a I got a perfect twenty. We'll have oh, four twenty. Four twenty. Amazing. Um, yep. I I have I'm I'm using my D twenty that uh, friend of the show uh, Didgeridoo, aka Tongue in Cheek, gave me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, and these are these are really, really cool. Uh, but anyway, uh, y'all read the title. Y'all read the thing you clicked on. We're doing Legend of Vox Machina Season 1. This is the Amazon Prime, Amazon Original uh, animated show based on Campaign 1 of the real Dungeons & Dragons game played on Critical Role Season 1 uh, by Matt Mercer and his group of nerdy-ass voice actors that played Dungeons & Dragons! That's yeah. the context. If you needed the context of why this show blew up so much, because maybe you watched it by itself and you were like, this is kind of a mediocre-ish animated show. A, it's not. And B, uh, there's so much context uh, that is missing from the show itself. Because they're taking uh, five hours a week, every week for 150 weeks something like that uh it's holy a shit lot. that's over three years it, it is shit. it was it was actually 
over three years. It was a okay. long D and D campaign. Uh, they what what you watched, Admiral? The twelve episodes of season one. That stuff they didn't even record. That wow. that's that's what they did in the pre campaign when they were just a bunch of friends playing at a table, before Felicia Day went up to him and was like. Hey, we're starting a YouTube channel called Geek and Sundry where we do a bunch of board games and stuff. We heard you have a bunch of voice actors that play D&D. We want y'all to play D&D on live stream for our YouTube channel. Oh. Yeah, everything you watched in these first 12 episodes didn't wasn't even live streamed. It was before it was even a public entity. Yeah. Oh, okay, cuz I was wondering cuz I was like is this all audio from the YouTube that's what I thought. Thank you for no, clearing that up. Most of what you see in season one, most, not necessarily all, but most of what you see in season one is stuff that happened before they even started recording. Uh, and the few things they take from the live stream are shuffled around in a way that makes more sense when you view it all together. Does that kind okay. of make sense? No, it 100% makes sense. It doesn't kind of... It's, it a thousand percent makes sense. Uh, so, we start with episode one uh, and two, the two-parter, The Terror of Tal Dore. Uh, David Tennant's in this right episode. From the... What's that? David Tennant's in this episode. Yeah. He's the general. I, I can't hear a thing you're saying, Admiral. I'm sorry. No, David Tennant, the the, the oh. doctor from Doctor Who. Yes, he's Creek. He's General Creek. Yeah. Uh, AKA Brimsythe. Sorry, like you, you should have already watched this. Um, AKA people, he's evil. random people listening to this show. Uh, he's evil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So David Tennant. They gotta go hunt for a dragon. <laughs> so. Uh, Vox Machina, uh, first off, before we even see them, yeah, there is a huge monster just absolutely destroying all kinds of adventuring groups. Uh, Vox Machina rolls up to the capital of Tal'Dorei, and they're like, hey, we need an adventuring group to go see what the fuck is going on before it gets here. They're like, okay, we'll do. Uh, and they go see, and it's a fucking blue dragon. Uh, it's a goddamn blue-eyes white dragon. Uh... They get back is it, and they're is it like, three-headed? "It is not three-headed. It's just just the one, just the one it's very just large." The one head. head actually. It's just the one head actually. Um, I lost my place on this thing. Oh yeah, dragon. Br- uh, Brimsythe, the blue dragon, almost kills the group. Uh, and they realize, oh, like, uh, Vex and Vax, the twins, the elves. Your, your archer and your uh, sad boy <laughs> uh, dagger dagger rogue. Yep. Yeah. Uh, realize this is the dragon that killed our parents. Uh, Vex has a dragon sense uh, where she can, like, there's a ping in her brain whenever dragons are near. I don't know if you got that from the episode, but... Uh, I did. I got it. Good. It means you were paying attention. Um... And they're like, yeah, this is the fucker that killed our parents. So you know what? Fuck it. We're going to go kill it. Uh, Amon amasses an army 
to get this dragon. And the dragon just wipes them out. Absolutely gruesomely. Which is um, very on brand for D&D. I would say mercs. More a proper term. Merc them. Oh, he murked them. Completely just destroyed. So, basically, they they get... Like you said, she has this little ping in her brains, and she said she felt it when they were at the at the High Council. Yep. And they realized that the David Tennant's character um, trances, uh, is the only one to survive the attack, and how is that to be? But, spoiler alert, he turns well, out to be the dragon. God, here's the fun thing. They don't actually suspect him at first. They suspect the slimy guy, uh, whose name I can't find right now. Oh, Sir Fence. Uh, they suspect Sir Fence. They because this the way D&D works is more often than not you fail upwards mm-hmm. yeah yeah the 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 thing that you notice act, you know that isn't the right thing to be noticing accidentally guides you to the thing you need to notice that's exactly what happens here uh they they track down Finch and try to I don't know get the jump on him and he gets fucking murked by Krieg, by David Tennant. And that's where they yep. go into the giant boob tapestry that's actually a dimension door. It's actually it's, it's a teleportation circle embedded into a wall. Uh, Which, funny story is, that's how we record, guys. That's how we record. Oh, if we only. a giant tapestry. If only. The dogs would have way too much fun jumping in and out of that. And be like, oh yeah, woo, woo. And be like, please stop. Don't maybe put the baby. Also, how up. how convenient would it be the- to just to establish a teleportation circle from your home to your work, so you literally never have to drive? Like, close it from the work end, so work can't get in that in your home. Okay, but I don't right. know. That as long fun. as you specify that, I'm okay. with <laughs> uh, specify that. Right. So, uh, they try to confront Fence. Krieg kills him. They follow Krieg through a portal, and surprise, he was the dragon all along. Were you expecting that at all? Um. Well, so I know that David Tennant has a type of character he likes to play. The mm-hmm. old Scottish. The old Scottish type. And he's played the hero for so long, so I wasn't surprised when he turned out to be the villain. Did you know dragons could polymorph? Um, I mean, I know dragonborns are a thing, so I assumed that they could, there was a type one that could, I mean, I I made an assumption, and my assumption turned out to be right. Man, I don't have a I don't have a, a DM manual. I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase it. I don't have a dungeon master's gen, uh, book guide to D- like DMG. You can just call it the DMG. <laughs> I just want to make sure that I'm not you know putting anybody out and what's DMG? God, I I'm sitting over here laughing at like oh my god you know nothing about D and D. Meanwhile, I also know that anyone listening to this is laughing at me knowing too much about D and D. Yep. 
So And you know what? Fair. So they kill the beast. Um, and one of my favorite things about this episode is the uh, the the rogue guy. He flips the coin uh, into the dragon's lair when he's done because it's the dragon. Yeah. Like, the dragon that killed the boy, and I thought that was a nice little like thing. I was like, oh, that's really cute. Like, One of my nice. favorite little touches about their fight in Brimsice Lair is uh, how the gold melts into magma as it's being heated up and becomes yep. an environmental hazard. Yep. Because that's what gold would do. That's that's such what a gold? great little touch, and I love it so much. Alright, and now we're Sorry, moving on to rhyme. Feast of the... Of, of the I was gonna the Feast of feast Realms. Of the yep. Uh, they say the Feast of Reams. They're being awarded for uh, destroying Brimscythe. Uh, they're invited to sit on the Teldori Council uh, and are being invited to a banquet. Problem is, uh, at this banquet, one, two of the attendees are people from Percy's past. Uh, TLDR, they're the people that murdered Percy's family. Just all of them. Like, Talos and Jaffe went into this campaign telling Matt Mercer, I want the character with the saddest, most fucked up backstory. Wow. I didn't I didn't think about that. But yeah, no. He he That's also it. told Matt Mercer, I want to play a kind of D and D character that has never been played before and is in none of the monster manuals or DMGs or any of that. Uh Matt Mercer made the gunslinger class for Talos and Jaffe. Okay, cool. Because I thought that it was going to be... I thought he was like a, um, an, uh, an, an architect. I thought, he was, I thought he was like an architect. What? An artificer? Yeah, sure. That's, that's the, the word I'm looking for. Yes. There is a way... It, there's totally a way where you can make a gunslinging character out of an artificer who just makes their own weapons. That's one way to do it, sure. Matt Mercer just made a shortcut through all of that. Oh, okay. Um, that or Talison. Also, I don't think the Artificer subclass was even out yet when this when they started rolling. Oh, okay. See, it's very likely that a lot of the things that Matt Mercer put into Percy and the Gunslinger uh, subclass. Uh, I'm sorry, the Gunslinger class, because it's not even a subclass of fighter. Um, was literally going. Talison going, okay, I see all the things in this other subclass. I don't want all of those. <laughs> okay. No, no. Um, and then, so they have their little, their talk, and then um, they go back, uh, and they have their diplomatic dinner, and then we go to Shadows of the Gates. You ready for yep. this? Yep. Yep. So this one, um, they're confined to house arrest, um, and they can't do they, and because they apparently have a dark history and they cannot confide who is who, or what's going on, and this episode is really good. But Pike also has like almost a, um, I guess uh, not a, I wouldn't say a, I wouldn't say a midlife crisis, but. A it's a crisis of faith. Exactly. It's it's a crisis yes. of self and it's a crisis of faith. It's and as pointed out later, it's the doubting yourself. It's the feeling conflicted of like I'm doing what I love, but why doesn't feel why doesn't it feel right? 
Yes, exactly. Uh, and then we go on to Fate's Journey, which I think... This, is this the episode with the zombie wolves? Uh, this is the, the episode with the zombie wolf. This yes. is my favorite episode. Okay? It's a really fun one. It just... I knew you would like this one. This, to be honest with you, is basically like, hey, let's do horror D&D. And I'm just like, I want this all year round. Oh, man, you need to watch season two. Okay. Look, I was just going to take a break from it for a little bit, okay? Because I just... And that's fine. I downed a whole season in, in two weeks, which I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying it was a lot to, like, digest and and eat and also, like think about that, how I'm going to talk about on the podcast. I just need to relax before I start it. Okay? Wait, 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 wait. It took you two weeks to get through uh, 12 half-hour long episodes? Uh, yeah, yes, sir. I That's have. cute. I did it in a day. Well, I also, I, I, I have a bunch of other things to do. I have to make sure the house is clean. I have to make sure the if video what, store is A good. life? A wife? God. Yes. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry, we do this for free. We do this review for free. We do. Yeah, Cinemaniacs, we do this because we love it. We literally do it because it's therapy. We don't even know if anybody listens to it at this point, but we just like hanging out with each other by the tapestry door. You know, just sending a, a tin yeah. can wire in between so we can talk with a wire with a string with tin cans. You know, and then we would just record back and forth. So, as we skipped over just a little bit, uh, Silas, excuse me, and Delilah Briarwood. Uh, Silas is a vampire, in case y'all missed that. And Delilah Briarwood is a necromancer wizard uh, who is trying to establish a connection with the Great Old One, uh, otherwise known as Vecna. Everyone who never heard of D&D before Stranger Things, their ears just perked up. Admiral, can you hear me? Of course I can. Of course there I can. There we go. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but in case you were wondering, the whispered one is Vecna. And he is the big... He's the White Walkers. <clears throat> okay. All right. That makes sense. Okay, cool. He, he's using the George R. R. Martin storytelling device of, hey, there are some immediate conflicts happening, but also there's this impending long-term conflict that the like you're not ready to take it on yet but also the longer you take to take it on the worse it will be when you do okay that kind of ticking clock it which is an amazing storytelling device and if you're thinking about D&D at, at uh, GMing a D&D campaign that's a great story device to have uh is just let your players know from the beginning hey you can't deal with this yet but you should get a move on <laughs> On getting ready for this thing. So. Fate's um, journey. Silas and Delilah Briarwood took over Whitestone in a big hostile takeover uh, and just murdered everyone. Uh, Percy barely got away after being tortured for a long time. I don't know if they ever specify how long, but enough that his fucking hair turned white. Yep. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, and also uh, he, has so a, the, he has a sister. 
Yeah, well, he had a few siblings, but he has one living sister, Cassandra. Uh, we'll get to Cassandra in just a minute, uh, because they they stole Delilah's book, the Book of Secrets. Uh, that might not actually be its name. I can't find the name of the book, but you mean what I know. I know um, what you mean. It's, it's the book with the zipper twat. Yep. Yeah. I just really wanted to say zipper twat. Sorry. <laughs> zipper twat. <laughs> um, the, yeah, the book with the zipper twat. Uh, and Delilah sends hounds to get it and does. And everyone almost dies. But they do get to Whitestone. And uh, Whitestone is fucked up. My God. It's basically what New Orleans looked like after Katrina and Ida put together. You're not wrong. You're real. I mean, that plus more actual undead. Oh, yeah, no. And then you got it. Like, you literally take... You have to literally take a picture of New Orleans after Katrina and a picture of New Orleans after Ida. Somehow merge them together and make it an active city, and that's what Whitestone is. Yes. Uh, so, episode six, The Sparker Rebellion. Uh, did you recognize the voice of Archie Archibald, the dwarf who's leading this rebellion in Whitestone? Okay, so I recognize one of the voices, but I don't think it's the voice that you're talking about. I recognize... Uh, is that Bill Connolly? Uh, who? The little dwarf. No, the dwarf is Meriadoc Brandybuck. Okay, that's another guess that I had. I, I, but also know the villain that the, uh, that, uh, the, the bard, pl- the bard messes with? That's the hound. Uh, that is not the hound. That is, uh, where is he? Actually, that's not who I thought it was either. Darren DePaul? That's, that's Stonefell? No, that is not the hound. Um, hang on. Hang on. IMDB's being weird. Because this ain't right. Hold up. So the guy who the We're guy who, do a Duke digging. Duke McVer, Duke Ver, Verdmir, Roy McLean, that's the hound. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duke Vedmire. Okay. Cool. Cool. And you're right. Stonefell as soon is as he else. started right. talking, I'm I like, was mixing shit up. As soon as he started talking, no joke. I just went. I just literally voiced myself. Give me all the fucking chickens you got. And I was just like, oh yes! Oh my god. I knew it was someone from Game of Thrones. I forgot exactly who. Thank you for catching me on or, that. Or, or also, to be completely honest with you, this is also another deep cut. Yarb. Yarb. He's from Hot Fuzz. Yarb. He's from Hot Fuzz as well. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Where the fuck were we? So oh, we were yeah. talking about... It's uh, basically the three episodes where they have this big old fight, basically. Yeah, big old fucking rebellion, uh, which ends up, ends up with uh, uh, Pike, the cleric of the group, 
reconnecting with her faith and her abilities and being able to go uh, to the group astral projecting and she does a full on fuck shit up huh she does a full on like Luke Skywalker projection across for Last Jedi let's specify that that's what she does yes Uh, I do need to point out that Critical Role did it before Star Wars. Hey, that's fine. I'm just I'm just, just letting saying. letting people understand how I am interpreting this, so they can somehow interpret it as well. That's it. That's sh- that is basically what happened. Yeah, hundred percent what happened. Uh, th- whether it's through the Force or through the Everlight, you know, six one half a dozen. I will say there is an amazing mashup of that sequence where she comes in all glowing Super Saiyan. Uh, that someone set to uh, holding out for a hero from Shrek Two. Okay, I'm gonna have to listen to that. One. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna send you that clip after this. Please do. Please do. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Uh, so yeah, they they, they win. get the rebellion going. They get the rebellion going in Whitestone. Everyone's weapons are glowing. They're infiltrating the castle. Uh, Scanlan. Uh, single-handedly fucks up the hound. Yeah. Well, and all of his soldiers. I love how you said single-handedly and he does have a glowing single hand. So Exactly. Yeah. That that's I I know what I said. There's a reason I said it like that. Which by the way, I think Scanlan or Percy are my favorite characters. Yeah. Yeah. I I figured they would be. Yeah. Actually, I probably would have guessed Vax would be your favorite character because I know you love some horror shit. Yeah. And he is very horror-influenced. But I also just like the nonsense of Scanlan. <laughs> like, complete nonsense. If if you played D&D again, is, is that kind of your play style? Yeah, I'd probably go, like, probably go Bard. Because I, 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 when we first started, I was more like, oh, Uptight. Oh, gotta follow the rules. And now I feel like I'm more like, it's whatever. Yeah, I I gotta say that is a very boring, unsatisfying way to play D and D. A a game of let's all get together and play imagination with some rules and numbers to kind of guide us along the way. Coming in with like I'm gonna know but everything is just. Lame. Yep. Thanks for calling me lame, Butt Maestro. Thanks for calling me. I'm not calling you lame. I'm saying, like, I understand why you didn't have fun when you played D&D. It's because you thought it was one thing when it's actually something a lot more fun. Yep. It just makes me want to play D&D with you even more so I can help you have fun with and it. And that's fun because I haven't had the right person to play D&D with. That totally fair. Like Anyone listening to this show thinking about playing D&D or, for that matter, any tabletop role-playing game, uh, it's all about finding the right group. It's all about sitting together with a, a bunch of people you emotionally connect with and you vibe with and you all have kind of similar values and ideas and... Uh, and it's, you just yes-and off of each other. And you're, the characters that you're yes-anding with have some cool magical abilities that you can have stupid fun with. Like Scanlan with his big fucking pink-purple hand. Yep. So uh, so he, so Scanlan singly fucks over the Hound and his crew. Um, and then 
explosion happens, and then uh, they find out that Pike. they have an army of the undead. Yep. And then... Yep, pretty much. And then, I love that the hound comes back and he's like, you fucked me up. And he's like, um... No, I think that was somebody else. And I'm just like, that's some shit <laughs> that the buttmeister would say. That's some shit the buttmeister would say. Uh, thank you, thank you. It, it has, actually. I, I totally have. Um, I have <laughs> actually playing... Uh, uh, I, I have a current active character who is a halfling bard uh and this campaign is actually set in Tal'Dorei oh, uh, nice. because you can buy the books uh based on this series or that the series is based on and you can play in that realm um my halfling bard lies to people all the time about knowing Scanlan Shorthalt wow what a nerd <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, I met Scanlan Shorthall. I, I, he gave me this accordion. No, he fucking didn't. <laughs> wow. He's so full of shit. Um. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That's a fun quick, ta quick tangent. But yeah, uh, they channel the power of the sun tree. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm on the wrong episode. Um. The undead are, are we come to up. the part where they they fill the room with acid yet? Uh, well, that's the next episode. No, we're that's, there. That's, that's I mean, we don't have to do it episode by episode. We're there, so it's like, it's it's basically just like, okay, undead. Oh, there's acid now, and it's just like, oh, and then what's the big what, what's the Drax the Destroyer type of character? What's what's hit what what's his name? Grog. So Grog. Grog Strongjaw. I love how he Grog gets completely naked. And just fucking jumps in the acid. And I love how they wake Percy up. Because Percy's like having a midlife crisis right now. Because he just saw his, his daughter get... His, not his daughter. His sister get shot. His sister. All of his like family members get done. He's also possessed by a fucking demon that a gun that he made. Like it's all this weird ass yeah, shit. So, and they just wake him up. Yeah. And they're like, you need to learn us how... You need to teach us how to get out of here now. He's going through a lot right now. Like like you said, he's possessed by a spirit of vengeance. Uh, he just watched his sister get charmed by the people who murdered his fucking family. Uh, it's it's a lot, and it's fucked up. So he's in shock. <laughs> They're like, no, fuck you. Um, yeah. This, this fucking group is crazy, and I love it. Um, and then... So they, they make the acid go away, and Grog makes it. And I love how um, Pike uh, uh, makes the makes him not die from the acid. Like, she heals him as yes. he's being hit. Yes. Uh, and then, basically, after that, uh, they... They get to the ziggurat. Yes. Uh, and they have a big old fight with uh, Delilah and Silas. Uh, as Delilah is trying to get into the the inner workings of the Ziggurat and summon the uh, the Whispered One, Vecna. What is what what's the character's name that can control like she can she can morph and she can control nature and shit? Keyleth. I like her a lot too. Keyleth. And then her. Uh, she's the druid. 
her and uh the brother the the rogue the rogue brother are in love uh vax vax Vaxeldam. are in love um this early in the campaign they are flirting and testing out the waters a little bit um much later on in the campaign they do get married. Oh, okay, cool. Because I kind of felt that. I was like, oh, those are really, they're, they're really cute together. They would do well together. Um, same with Vexalia, the elven archer, and Tal- uh, uh, Percy. Okay, I figured. I, I, I 100% figured. The way she woke him up out of his, uh, out of his, his trauma-induced state, I was like, ah, oh, there's something for them. There's something. Uh, Grog... Uh, canonically, it is just described by Travis Willingham, Grog is too dumb to understand love or intimacy or sex. Wow. Okay. That was Travis's way of saying, nope, I don't want to RP any of that. Not this year. Because uh, this was his first ever D&D character. Same with uh, Sam Regal playing Scanlan. Scanlan was his first ever D and D character. Well, that makes sense. This is some, this is some of these people's first time ever playing D and D, and they made these amazing, memorable characters. Mm-hmm. Um. So we, where were we with the Ziggurat? You were saying how much you loved uh, Keyleth, the Druid. So basically, so basically, um, just. It, everything, everything happens and it ends, and then they go back to they kill they kill the 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 brother and sister, they kill them, they get everybody unpossessed, they throw the gun in the acid so it blows up, and I love that Scanlan was like, and Grog was like, did you know that was gonna happen? Scanlan's like, sure, that, sure that's that's what I thought was gonna happen. It is it is pretty great. <laughs> Uh, and then, to be honest with you, that's really the show for the first season? There, there's a lot more that we didn't get to. Uh, for, for instance, the orb at the end. Um, you'll find out what that is next season. In fact, there's a lot that you'll find out next season. Uh, keep in mind, they're condensing so many hours of describing shit at, the, at a table, uh into an animated series um so in this first season we get a lot of the backstory of percy some of the backstory of uh vex and vax and some of the backstory of uh pike Mm -hmm. a little bit especially with her faith and things like that next season uh there are already six episodes out uh, and we can already see a lot of Keyleth, the Druid's mm-hmm. backstory. Uh, we also get a lot of Vaxeldan and what he's kind of going to do. And it's just really fun. This is a fun fucking show. Okay. I'll probably watch it when it's done. I will let you know when it's done, and I will strongly encourage you to watch it. I mean, uh, And we might even do a review before the end of the year for the second season. Or we might wait. Let's go. Or we might wait until next January when season three drops, and we'll review it as season two, as season three is dropping. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know what the year so, holds. 
So here on Cinema Gems, we have a rating system. Uh, whole gem, it was amazing. Half gem, it was okay. No gem, don't bother. I think in the spirit of this show, based on a D&D uh, show, Admiral, would you like to roll initiative? Yes. And to clarify, I have plus seven initiative because I've been on the show for seven plus years. And you've been yes. on the show so you get to re- for almost four yes. years. So you have four initiative. So roll your d20 and add seven. I'm going to roll my d20 and add four. Okay. Uh, I have 19 plus seven. So that's what, 28? 26? Damn it. I rolled a 16 plus four. I rolled a dirty 20. Oh. So. All right. So go first. So, what you got? So as a person who has just waited in the D&D waters like I haven't stuck my toe in and been like ooh it's too ooh it's too murky for me now I've I've kind of waited around I give this now this is just me it's just me okay don't come at me with the hate mail I give this series a half gem because because I have not I don't know that much about the lore and about everything that's happening in the show my 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 rating might change when I watch the second season so right now, I give the first season a half gem. But the voice acting and everything else is a full gem. But I just feel like the storyline kind of meandered. Like we got to White Castle and we kind of stood there for a while. To me. To me. That's just me. But Maestro, what do you give Legend of Vox Machina Season 1? I mean, look, grain of salt. Because unlike... Uh, I, contrary to the Admiral, uh, I have definitely done way more than dip my toe into Dungeons and Dragons well, I I and this crazy in. game. I waited of... in. I waited in the <laughs> Yep. No, I've 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 done more than wait I've drowned in it. Uh I uh let's see, I'm playing tonight with Saffron. I'm playing tomorrow night with uh what's that character's name? Dumont. I'm playing Friday night with Darek. I'm playing oh my god. I might be playing too much D D. Is that why you never answer my text messages? That is one reason. Oh, yes. At least you're honest. <laughs> Especially if you text me on a Tuesday or Wednesday or Friday night. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably playing D and D. One of those three nights. This is a whole gem. This this show is a whole gem, and can I tell you what? It gets even better for season two. It really does. Well, that's fine. It's I just you're right. Uh, in that the voice acting is A plus across the board because every voice actor of the character in this show made that character for the live stream. It's more than just a voice actor coming in and falling in love with something that was written for them. No, they made these characters from the ground up. Sam Regal wrote all of Scanlan's songs because he was Scanlan. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, so knowing all of the genuine love and passion that went into this show, I can't not give it a full gem. Sounds like a bloody uh, nerd if you ask me. You're absolutely right. And whether or not you're a bloody nerd, please let us know on uh, cinemagems15 at gmail.com or at cinemagems underscore pod. What did you think of this episode? What did you think of uh, Legend of Vox Machina Season 1? Was I completely wrong? Was the Admiral right in that it was a mess show? I don't know. Let us know. No, it's more likely I'm wrong and you're right. 
Let's be honest. We're, but it, what usually ends up happening is the truth is somewhere in between us. Yep, it's like, it's there. We're usually on opposite ends of a spectrum, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. It's all the evidences around, and people are just like, it's right there in the middle, guys. It's like, oh, we're too stupid to think about the other person's perspective. That's what it is. Um, so, uh, so, I just want to specify this before we go any further. Um, I do have some news. Uh like uh, about like movies and stuff i'm getting a little bit of news back and forth so um i kind of want to bring back the news segment for just a little bit if that's okay about my show okay um so let's go with the news 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 all right um we will see how well that works that is gonna sound horrible when i have to edit them together um uh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm pulling up the news now ah there it is jason bateman set to direct a supernatural western about the pinkertons and okay it's going to be distributed by warner brothers and uh bad robot i'm interested in who the fuck are the pinkertons huh who the the Pinkertons? Who the fuck are the Pinkertons? So the Pinkertons are like a weird agency from like the 1940s, um, and I love the stories uh, about them because they're just basically like kind of like steampunkish kind of like um, agents, and they're just so okay. fucking cool. You should really look up what a Pinkerton is. I probably described it horribly wrong, completely, um, but it's. It's like an FBI agent before there was an FBI agent, if that makes sense. Private security contractors. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also, uh, Eddie Murphy is down to voice Donkey for another Shrek movie. How do you feel about okay. that? Okay. Meh. Well, you haven't seen Puss it's... in Boots, have you? Because the latest Puss in Boots is mm. good. Uh, you're right. I need to watch Puss in Boots. Um, and also, uh, on a sadder, somber moment, um, Cindy Williams um, from Laverne and Shirley, Shirley uh, passed away uh, this past weekend. I, I did hear about that. That's very sad. Yeah, uh, Me and Patron are in the middle of uh, season six right now of Laverne and Shirley. Um, and the only one, uh, the only one left, for, left alive of the four of uh, Laverne, Shirley, Lenny, and Squiggy is, of course, Lenny. Um, so... We're really hunkering down, but just her humor alone was amazing. Yeah. And I really uh, sad that her spark has gone out because she was a mainstay for women comedy in like the mid seventies and eighties. And it's really sad that she's no longer with us. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but guys. Uh, that's all we have for the news segment. So thank you, Marty and the Eric Zerber, for letting us use your website, lowrainpictures.com. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And also, guys, just remember to go over to lowrainpictures.com and go check on the Your 30 tab. Go give Marty and the Arrogant Zerber a checkout. Listen to them. And then begrudgingly come back to us on the Cinema Gems tab and listen to us. Don't listen to last week's episode because last week's episode was... I guess consistently the second worst episode, if you want to count, besides the what-if episode, the path cannot be found. But that's fine. Hey, hey, Admiral, 
Admiral, you and I are the only ones keeping track of that I kind know. of thing. I know. <laughs> I know. But... We we are, as always, our worst critics. Yep. It's an accurate description. <laughs> We're the only ones keeping score. Yep. Uh, but guys, also just remember to go over to the uh, the Twitter handle if it's Twitter is still a thing when this episode comes out. Cinema Gems underscore Pod. And the Instagram is cinemagemspod. And also the email is cinemagems15 at gmail. That is cinemagems15. The numbers, not the letter. I'm sorry, not the le- Yeah, not the letter. Not the number. Not the word. The numbers. One oh my God. At gmail.com. Guys, all we have to say is thank you for listening. Thank you for being there. And also, life is tough. Life is hard. And we are going through everything everywhere at once by our own self do you have anything else about my show before we go i think you nailed it uh just breathe when when shit feels like it's getting too overwhelming just take a deep breath we'll get through it and also also Uh, guys just remember we we love y'all and we love that we get to come back and do this every week and the idea that some people I guess, are listening, uh, and maybe this is getting them through some shit, too. Yeah, I think that mer- that makes it worth it. Yep. And also, guys, just remember to wipe your hooves and, you th- and see you later. But remember, black lives always matter. I just want y'all to know that. Always. That it Black lives have to matter for anything else to happen. Anything yes. else. Alright, guys. So just remember, see you later. Bye. Love y'all.